Good morning, it's November 17th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. I apologize for not having a podcast yesterday, but I was traveling all day. So why do today what you can put off until tomorrow? That's been the motto of Congress for way too many years. Once again, Congress was up against the wall in passing some form of legislation to keep the government open. This has been a pattern from both parties when they're in the majority, and this time it was no different. Speaker Mike Johnson on Tuesday passed another extension of government funding, giving the House and Senate a few more months to hammer out new spending bills. 93 Republicans voted against the extension, and the new Speaker necessitating the Democratic support for final passage. Now give the GOP holdouts credit for at least forgoing a motion to, to depose Mr. Johnson for working with the other side. You all remember Matt Gates and his other seven cohorts did not give the same privilege to Kevin McCarthy when he was Speaker and passed the last extension of government funding. To me, this demonstrates very, very clearly that the feud between Mr. Gates and Mr. McCarthy was very personal to the congressman from Florida. He has been angry for quite some time about the ethics investigation into his lewd behavior both on and off the House floor. He had demanded that a Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, terminate the Ethics Committee investigation into his actions. That was something that was not within the power of Speaker McCarthy, but it didn't satisfy Matt Gates. So off he went on his mission to depose Mr. McCarthy and did it with the help of every Democrat in the House. That's right, he did it with Democrats, not Republicans. The far-right section of the House Republican Caucus fails to understand the reality and to grasp what is possible and what's not possible. They keep demanding deep cuts in federal spending without acknowledging that such cuts are dead on arrival on the Senate floor, which is controlled by Democrats. They take to the floor of the House and denounce even their own Republican colleagues for not doing their bidding. And as I said, they ignore the real world, where they only control one-third of the government, and they barely control it. This grandstanding is mainly, and unfortunately, serving to diminish the actual threat, even bigger government spending. Senate Majority Chuck Schumer and fellow spenders are radiating their intention to saddle the House with yet another omnibus. Remember last year? A 1.7 trillion, 4,155 page pile, the size and last minute nature which served to facilitate obscene levels of additional spending. True, this week's continuing resolution means that such an omnibus won't drop at Christmas, but there's nothing stopping it from dropping a few weeks later. Over the Senate, they've only passed three of the appropriations bills and lumped them into one minibus, and will more than likely lump the other nine into what they call maxibus. That will allow Senate Democrats to cram more spending into take-it-or-leave-it bills. Way back in the spring, then-Speaker McCarthy cut a deal with President Joe Biden to limit spending. But according to Mr. Gates, who was waging a personal vendetta while claiming he wanted to limit spending, those cuts agreed to were not enough. But they were an acknowledgment that Republicans do not have the power to enact deeper cuts. What they were doing was waging a public relations battle by saying they were standing up to the American people and demanding major reductions in spending. What the House should be doing is passing all of the appropriations bills in compliance with the spring agreement and then sending them over to the Senate. If the Democrats in the Senate opt to try and spend more, it will be them breaking the agreement. But in the end, they will have to accept the lesser spending bill because they fall within the scope of the spending agreement. Now make no mistake, Chuck Schumer is all for slow rolling the appropriations process. His goal, as I've said, is to get to the end and have another large omnibus bill thereby passing the individual bill conferences between the House and the Senate. With one large bill, it's the leadership that dictates what stays in the bill and what does not. But with individual conferences, Republicans have a strong chance to reduce spending and get closer to their goals. 
When Matt Gates was deposing McCarthy, he kept talking about not wanting huge bills. He kept mentioning regular order, but he did not mention that he and a few others have kept the bills from coming to the House floor because they tied them up in the Rules Committee. Now is the time for the Republicans to come together, move the appropriations bills out of committee and onto the floor of the House, pass them with reasonable amounts, close to the deal cut last spring, force the Democrats in the Senate to pass their bills and then be tough negotiators in conference. Let the American people know that it's Democrats that are hell-bent on spending more than we have. Then take that message to the electorate next year. Let them know that they elect fiscal conservatives, Republicans, to the House, to the Senate, and to the White House. Then we might be able to begin to put our financial difficulties into some order. That's how you deal with tax and spend Democrats. That's how you bring the budget into some compliance that looks like it's sane. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.